Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? Hey, baby. <laughs> I thought you were going to break out in song there for a I second. I felt a little bit like a song, actually. <laughs> I could do a little song. You never know and what then, you're going to do yeah. over there. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a song and then I could actually take a nap, too. Okay. I'm starting to feel that way. All right. Middle Mid-afternoon <laughs> meditation coming on. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, hello. Hello. How are you being today, babe? I am feeling and being amazing. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've received, uh, maybe there's a little bit of magic, but I've received uh, some feedback lately from uh, our peer groups, our, our friends and family that uh, we welcome feedback from uh, around being present. Okay. And uh, what that's made me aware of is that when I'm not present, uh, I'm trying to multitask my, 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 my temper may be a little bit higher, my fuse a little bit shorter and, mm. um, you know, and, and, and it affects and relates to everything, mm-hmm. you know, my running and, and, uh, you know, how I process things with you and the kids and all that. So, um, I deserve to be more present. Okay. And so I have been uh, doing this great app called Headspace and it's teaching me how to meditate without all the guides. I, I, I have meditated and I do meditate as a practice, but a lot of my meditations are guided meditations. And, mm. um, you know, I think it's a bit of a crutch. So mm. it's time to take off the, um, what would you call them? The training wheels, I guess, mm. and, and do something different. Well, so that's interesting because you taught me how to meditate. That's true. I mean, 24 years ago, Ooh. 20, mm-hmm. gosh, yes, 24 years ago. Yeah. So... Have your meditations always been guided meditations? No, they were unguided. Because I feel like that's how you taught me. Yes, they're unguided. And the techniques are very similar to what I learned 20 years ago. And this is just a little bit uh, deeper practice. And I think I got in the habit of using guided meditations. It became a habit as opposed to the... uh, you know, just uh, the occasional, hey, let's check out what this meditation, this guided meditation is for surrender or for, you know, just pick the topic instead of letting, you know, my mind pick the topic or not pick the topic. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's how cool. are you relating to the new one? To the new app? To Headspace? Oh, Headspace is yeah. fantastic. I love it. I love the little reminders it puts up on the phone and I love the the process um, you get to pick a male or female voice and, uh, go, go with, uh, go with the lesson from there. And they take it very slowly and 10 minute meditations, uh, and, and then they work up from there with, uh, with all the tools. So it's a bit guided as they teach you the tools along the way. And at the same time, I just think they're totally genius in the way that they do it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's magic. Okay. Some magic. Sure. And uh, that's I would how, say that's magic, and yeah. and that's how I'm being today too. Evolving your meditative practice, yeah, and you're being meditative. Is yeah. that? Oh yeah. That so accurate? yeah, I, I'm feeling very present right now as we're going through and talking about what we're gonna do here. I was like, oh, I mean, I'm gonna breathe a little bit. 
you know? And so that was cool. And that's new, mm-hmm. you know? So it's great. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How are you being, baby? I am being awesome. Thank you. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you sharing that with me. So, no, I feel great. I feel great. It's beautiful outside. And, um, you know, this is the second week of our summer break. Mm-hmm. And just I feel very relaxed and, and for sure present with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about today's topic. I am uh, I'm excited to spend this time with you. I love our, our podcasting time. And uh, I'm ready to roll. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yes. Is there any other magic you would like to share uh, today as we get started? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we start off every episode with magic, and Bill and I define magic as the ability to influence Self, ourselves, others, yeah. and life in an empowering way. Mm-hmm. Empowering yes. being, you know, the highlighted word there. For sure. Because you could certainly influence people to do disempowering things. Mm-hmm. We are seeing that all or over yourself. the world. <laughs> yeah. In this moment right now. Yeah. And so we choose to focus on the empowering things and, and the influence um, and the, the sprinkles and rainbows <laughs> that, yes. we, that we influence all over our lives. So my magic for this week is we just celebrated our anniversary, our Ooh. wedding anniversary. And so this year marked our 21st wedding anniversary. We've been married for 20 years, or 21 years, excuse me. And we've been together for 24. Right. And so the other wonderful uniqueness about our wedding anniversary is that our oldest son, Rex, was born. On our wedding anniversary. Our wedding anniversary, our seventh year wedding anniversary. And so that's why we called this episode Seven Years and No Itch. Yeah, one of the the reasons. Yeah, for sure. And so, uh, you know, because our, our seventh year, we were... Literally in the hospital, um, giving birth. Oh my gosh, I was in labor for 18 hours. Yes. And, um, and that little guy was not so little, and he just decided to hang out there in the birth canal for a minute. It's so nice in here. <laughs> it's so warm, Mama. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, so we were watching, oh my God, we brought the Pilates ball, right? We brought the big Pilates ball because yeah, we, we thought that I was going to do some... <laughs> some Bouncing. Yeah, bouncing to yeah. move that little guy along. And then we were, we had our, we created a playlist. Yep, on back our, on our, uh, our um, what was, oh, it was on our iPod. Our iPod yeah, yes. yes, it was on the U2 iPod. Uh-huh, yeah. It was black and red. That's yes. funny. Okay, cool. So we created our playlist of all of our music that we were, you know, we were very inspired to listen to. All mm-hmm. the music that we listened to over the belly with Rex uh, having headphones over the belly so we got to hear inside Um in utero, and so mm-hmm. that was really beautiful. So we had, you know, multiple hours of of music, and and to this day, I still <laughs> think that he, if one of those songs comes on, I think that he still has a little something for him. I could be projecting, but I feel like there's a little something in there where, like, well, maybe I heard this in Mama's in Mama's belly. Mm-hmm. I believe that too. I definitely believe that. I mean, I think that's one of the big reasons why he's a vegetarian. Is because of my crazy meat aversion. Right I mean, I during that time, do yeah. Any meat, yep. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It couldn't even like be in the house. Yep. Oh gosh, it was awful. Yeah, vegetarian in a house full of carnivores. Where'd that come from, right? 
but I, yes. Yeah, so yes, I for sure think that that, that translated into, uh, into how he is today, you mm-hmm. know, and he's calm and when the, you know, those, the music like Coldplay comes on or, or any of those things. So that's, yes, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then basketball, our love of basketball, we were watching the finals, NBA finals, cause you know, our anniversary is at, on May 30th. So it was the, the NBA finals and we're there watching, uh, watching it as I'm in mid push. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that we had, was, it, we had it all going on. That was, uh, that was definitely really cool. So, Yes, I love that about our story, that mm-hmm. uniqueness about Rex and um, being born on our anniversary. On our seven-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was super cool. So, you know, and we just recorded a podcast with him where we share or he shares his 14-year-old wisdom. So if you guys want to listen to what Rex has bestowed upon us, that's uh, <laughs> that's in a podcast called yeah. 14-Year-Old Wisdom. Yep. Happy birthday, Rex. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so... That, all of that magic, I mean, I definitely think, um, you know, we've been watching the Jordan series, Michael Jordan series. That's mm-hmm. been super magical just to relive all of those years because those those were our early years. Yeah. You know, the, the, la- the second three-peat was <laughs> the early years of, of our relationship. Those and, were fundamental years for us. Yes. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. What do you mean by fundamental years? Well, you know, we were getting to know each other. I mean, there's the building blocks of uh, of our relationship. A lot of them. Although there, we have greater tools now, you know, but you know, that's when we're figuring each other out, really. Mm-hmm. You know, we had started dating and we're dating and yes. working together and all that kind of stuff. And, yep. you know, we're, we're figuring out, uh, you know, what pushes each other's buttons. Yeah, so it was crazy. I was 24. Yeah. Ooh. How old were you? 26, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? 26. 26, 27. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Those are some fun times. <laughs> So yeah, so all of those things are uh, are magical. Mm-hmm. Are there any highlights from the wedding that well, we wanted to share? Well, I mean, it was cool because I mean we were living in New York. You know, we were, we had yes. the we had the restaurant business going on, and uh, uh, and we knew we wanted to for you know for several reasons. Uh, wanted to get married in Chicago, my hometown, and and uh, I had family that uh, it would have been easier, you know, just logistically easier to have uh, your family travel, although it was bigger, uh, <laughs> your family travel than mine. Italians. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everybody came. Uh-huh. And, it was great. Uh, to have it in Chicago. And, you know, we, I don't, I'm not sure where the, the genius came from to have a wedding on a boat, but we ended up renting a boat and, uh, yeah, cruising Lake Michigan and fireworks. And, and it was just, uh, it was an amazing time. And it kept our, our, our countdown, too, for how many people were invited. So that, that worked out as well. We also, from my recollection and my experience, we got married in Chicago because we met in Chicago also. Yeah. That was a big part of it. Yeah, I think that was a big well. part of it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we rented, uh, we rented that... that uh, yeah, the, the first the lady of Chicago. And then strolled out onto Lake Michigan. Again, it was Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And so we got married, docked, and then we went through the locks and went out and sailed on Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was small. We had 100 people and it was great. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so great. Had open bar. And so Bill and I are still in the restaurant business. At that point. At that point, yeah. And so we literally drank everything that was on that boat. It was open bar and we drank the boat out. Yeah, we, like, well, and it. all of our friends, because they're all in the restaurant business too. Yeah, for sure. 
and and, and your Italian and family. My Italian family. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So yes, it was uh, it was amazing and um, quite memorable. Mm-hmm. We had um, gosh, that was so different then. We had we did shots of Jameson in our champagne glasses. That's right, as opposed to um, champagne. Yeah, that's great. Think we polished that bottle of Jameson we, off we too. Probably by the did. Way. We probably did. Yeah, again, and very so- very different times. Very different times, and somehow you know. With all that food and all that booze, we we walked off that uh, boat still thirsty and still and hungry. I didn't eat anything. Right. Well, that's we what I'm saying. Cake. That's I what I'm saying. It was all there, but we didn't actually partake in t- <laughs> yeah. too much of that actually, yeah. and um, you know, still and ended up ordering you know our, our, Giordano's. our honeymoon night. We ordered Giordano's <laughs> pizza at two o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. Yeah, we stayed at the Drake. Yeah. And was, then and, oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. So yeah, yes. super fun, super cool. Yes. Uh, it definitely feels, uh, it doesn't feel like 21 years. It feels like a year, you know, it just doesn't feel like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like 21 years ago to Mm-mm. me. No. And despite that, we, uh, yeah, we've definitely been through a lot of iterations and, and many, many changes. And I feel like that's really where this conversation is going is, uh, you know, just sharing, well, that's my intention anyway. So maybe before we get started, I'd like to set the space with some intentions. Sure. I that's mean, cool. I you know, I would love I, I think part of my intention has been uh has been shared already that uh you know, with the speaking to the marriage and mm-hmm. you know, a little bit how we how we've gone through our process a little bit with the uh you know, being in Chicago and sharing the story and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's cool and um other intentions. Well, my intention is to share really in full transparency as whatever it is that we talk about today or the questions, just the, you know, the evolution and the iterations of the commitment. Yeah. It's a a long-term commitment. Right. So our marriage. So, and that's where the conversation came from. We were, you know, we were hanging out, you know, thinking about what, uh, what to talk about on today's episode. And, and then we're like, well, we have been talking about the marriage uh, a lot, not a lot, but you know, reflecting and stuff. Reflecting. I mean, my gosh. And beautiful. yeah, and just uh, to, to kind of share. And then I was like, well, you know, what are some of those intimacy or, you know, a few of those tougher questions that are out there that get asked of couples, mm. you know, and okay. I consulted uh, <laughs> old man Google, yes. uh, the internets for <laughs> uh, to see what was out there. And so I put a, I put a few things together here for us to, to look at and, and uh, we can answer if... Uh, you know, if we feel like it's appropriate and, and, uh, and not, if not, and be as transparent as possible. Okay. So. Yeah, there may be, I don't know what these questions are that you're going to ask me or really. So I may, I may want to say, I need well, to meditate you, on this, but yeah. I'll do my best. Or you can go through and ask me. I mean, we just, just go through and grab a couple of, a couple of questions here out of the list and, and, uh, but I am going to start with one that I did not find on the internet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you, what does uh, the seven years and no itch mean to you? So when I thought about that title, you know, I think about the seven year itch. And so traditionally, when I think of seven year itch, that's when folks that have been married for seven years typically get that bug, like that honeymoon stage is over Mm -hmm. or... Uh, they're experiencing crazy breakdowns and arguments and disagreements in their marriage and, you know, like, like infidelities. Yeah. It could, it could be any kind of infidelity, right? It could be, you know, sexual, of course, 
or it could be emotional infidelity or um, what's another kind of infidelity? I don't know. Where are you going with this? I don't know. We're just talking about <laughs> seven years of no wish. So the, when, the, when you get the itch. Yes. And so when you get the itch, to me, it means that the um, it, you're just, you're, you're at a impasse basically. Mm-hmm. And it's time to, you know, you either divert and get divorced or you divert. And then like, as you were just saying, go down the, uh, the infidelity path. I mean, because most marriages are traditionally monogamous. And so I feel like that that's where that came from. And so, you know, if you're at that point, I mean, a lot of folks divorce, mm-hmm. you know? And so we were seeing that we were experiencing totally. that where we had, I mean, a lot of so most of our friends had babies right away and so we're here we are literally 10 years into the relationship and we're just now having the conversation about having a kid like we didn't even well we had a conversation about having a kid because after we got married we got pregnant accident you know accidentally Mm -hmm. because i had just gone off the pill because i was going to take a break for because i had been on the pill for you know, at that point, probably 10 years. And so I was taking a break and then we got pregnant and we didn't know we were pregnant. And then all of a sudden we were having a miscarriage. I was having a miscarriage. And that's actually how I found out that I was pregnant as I was having this miscarriage. So that was when I was 29, I think, 28. Yeah. uh, Well, when did did we get, so I got married. Yes, 28. 28. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was right around my 28th birthday. Yay, happy birthday to me. So the... So here we are having this miscarriage as we're finding out that we're pregnant. And then the um, that was the only time that we had the conversation about, I remember anyway, about having kids until we actually had the conversation about having kids. Like right. once I left ETSI's, that was in 2005. And then I remember somebody, you know, when we were at the opening of the restaurant, somebody was like, hey, you know, you opened the restaurant. Now what are you going to do? I was like, oh, I guess I'm. It's time to have a baby. You know, most people are like, hey, it's time to go to Disneyland. And here I'm like, hey, it's time to have a baby. Well, and we didn't know if we wanted to have kids or not. That's the thing. Yes, that's true. I mean, that was a conversation. Yeah. You know, and, and it was mostly like, no, we're going to hang out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I, I would say our maturity was not nearly, not that you have to be mature, obviously, to have kids, but we were just like not even open to, you know, really the possibility of it for a long time. Yeah, I think I think we knew that we weren't ready to have a kid. Yeah. Like we were still in the phase of figuring ourselves out and mm-hmm. figuring out each other as a couple. Yeah. And there was no way that we wanted to bring a baby in. Um, yeah. And we knew, we also knew that we wanted to travel a little bit and, uh, and hang out with each other and, you know, living in New York city and, mm-hmm. and, and downtown Chicago and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then our, all of our trips in between, we knew we wanted to get some of that stuff in, yeah. Uh, if there was ever the possibility of having kids to get a few of those things, those trips in ahead of time, because mm-hmm. we knew that uh, uh, the kids would change the, you know, the scope of things. <laughs> the dynamic, yes, for the, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yes. again, and still it wasn't like a large conversation. Like it was never, we were never that couple that was just always dreamed about that one day when we have kids or whatever. It was like that one day when we mm-hmm. fly to uh, St. Martin, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yet, and yet we got there. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got pregnant immediately. Yeah. We were like, you know, <clears throat> for you, it was kind of between jobs and, 
and that kind of thing. You would take you were going to take some time off, and yep. as soon as you uh, stopped working that ninety or hundred hours a week or yep. whatever it was, and relaxed, <laughs> and not that we were trying before that really to get pregnant, but you know we got a pre- and we got pregnant immediately. Yeah, like it was, it was like really first, crazy. It was like the first time we made love. Yeah, I feel like honestly, like we talked about it, and then it was like okay, boom, boop, mm-hmm. here's Rex. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. And we were we yeah, it was like that first conversation. Mm-hmm. So. By the time we were at this conversation, it's 10 years into our relationship and either most of our friends are divorced or most of our friends were um, on their way. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them had kids immediately. Um, and so if they were together, then it was just a different conversation about their marriage. And so, yeah, but it was, but it was interesting. So we knew that that commitment was really important to us. And so, I mean, beyond, beyond that, you know, seven years. And so it was just different. It was a different conversation. We had, we had literally decided to remain committed. I mean, you know, at the, at that moment, I think we were, it was definitely an interesting space for us. Um, that was really like the first time that I feel like we both went into the personal development, you're going to have to help me remember on this, like the personal development phase where we were really working on ourselves both, you know, simultaneously, whether it was, we were doing like, um, like I remember doing a Mago, you know, that, that book by mm-hmm. Dr. Hendrick Hendricks. Hendricks. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was a Mago therapy to where yeah. we were talking about mirroring and matching and just increasing our communication. Yes. And yes. then, um, you know, of course, seven habits. And so, I feel like that was that was definitely a time that we were syncing up and we knew that there were some things some some yeah just some things that we were moving through that we wanted to elevate in our relationship. Right. And we wanted to do that together. I mean, I don't you know. I don't really ever remember a time, well, I do, where you know, you said you wanted, you know, there was a a phase in our development as a collective where it felt like maybe you were going one direction and I was going the other. And what it, what it, that really reminds me of is when we were really getting ready to, well, you were getting ready to go deeper and you were going deeper and, uh, whatever was going on in me and, you know, my psyche, I was not having it in that moment. And so we, we hung out there for a little while and it was not the most comfortable year or two for sure. And, uh, you know, we weren't connecting a lot, uh, sexually or, or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we had that conversation, you what know, conversation? that conversation, like shit or get off the pot. You had it with me. <laughs> and, uh, ultimately like the seven year itch, you know I mean? This is a few years later, but like that seven year itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is probably like year nine. I yeah. guess you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You know, there was, uh, there was some, there was something in my unconscious or there was enough maturity in, um, in the, in my conversation where I was like, no, I'm, I'm committed to this relationship and I'm committed to you. And, uh, you know, this is, this is the path I surrender. Mm-hmm. I surrender mm-hmm. and got back into more personal development. And we had some other personal development stuff in between, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, programs and things like that, that we had done. Yep. And yet, you know, at that moment, I guess, you know, for the, for like a year or two, I guess, maybe it was like a year or so. I was just, I don't know. I just wasn't having it. 
Yeah. So if you're if you're talking about like what is that like 2010, 2011? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was right in the middle of the bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. That was in the middle of of you know um, you I'm finger quoting here going back to work. You know mm-hmm. and maybe like there was some emotional baggage around feeling like you took a step back or something like yeah. that. New to being, newish to being a father. Oh, yeah. I mean, the boys were only, I mean, at that point, so it was 2006 and seven, they were born. Yeah. So they were three and four, maybe. You know, and, then, you know, and, and, then, and that's the thing. You know, there's, uh, I've always, I've always had and I'm working through, uh, especially right now, you know, uh, that, that capacity conversation and thinking that I had to do more, do more, do more, mm. where, you know, I'm, I'm understanding that really just being more is the doing more. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it always felt like doing more in that moment. And uh, yeah, I just wasn't, wasn't on board, baby. I wasn't mm-hmm. on board. Got on board. Mm-hmm. Took a minute. Mm-hmm. Took a team too. There was a bunch of other people that were like, come on, Bill. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can do something different. You can play for a, a greater version of yourself than you are right now. And so, you know, I appreciate it so much. Because mm-hmm. you enlisted some folks. <laughs> Yeah, well, it does. It definitely takes the community. And we talk about that a lot. The immunity is in the community. Right. You know, and, and I think that that's one of the things that, well, what I'm clear about is that that is one of the main ingredients to the evolution of our relationship is the, you know, a community and having a team surround you. And, you know, it it, it takes a village to raise a baby and a community to raise your wife. <laughs> right. I believe is what our what our mentor says. Yeah. And so um and so what that means is that it it you know it takes a community obviously to raise your husband too. So it's uh it's it's a it's a group effort that it's not designed to do it alone in any capacity. No. None of it is. No. And really, you know, if you think about it and we'll you know, I know we have we we've, we've talked about some questions here to get into but and yet I'm I'm digging on the path right now. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I was really leading up to, baby, mm-hmm. was you know the, the around the it takes a community or it takes a village is that uh, you know when you sit there and and think that you can solve your problems from the same level that you that you created them mm-hmm. is um, is that might be another definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. You know, doing the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. expecting a different. Well, when you're in that swirl or you're you're in the in the throes of a breakdown, uh, and it could be just you or you and your partner in a relationship, you can't necessarily and more than likely not f- solve it or fix it or have that breakthrough around it without feedback from people who have more experience or, um, mm-hmm. you know, more more or more experience. Uh, than you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you education, know. experience, life experience, whatever it is. I mean, and I feel like that's one of the main things that we learned about when we got into the the coaching relationship, the mentor relationship with you know our mentor now, who's, his name is Day at Iova, at the Your Day Balance Game, or what we call the playground. And so he, yeah, that was the big thing. Like we had a conversation in Hawaii about wouldn't it be great to have a group of conscious couples mm-hmm. 
And like, I remember literally like being in the ocean in Hawaii and going, you know, wouldn't it be great if we had a group of conscious couples that were all, you know, essentially playing for greatness, playing for like amazing, outstanding, juicy, sexy, intimate relationships, uh, financial freedom, financial abundance, and just fantastic families that stayed yeah, together. That's so hilarious. <laughs> I if, if you hadn't reminded me of that, yeah, I don't know if I remembered that. But uh, now that you've reminded, I mean, I I remember you were on my left, we we're in the water. Yeah, I remember. I remember that conversation vividly now. Yep, actually, that's yep. amazing. And so, not three years later, here we are. You know, and we're we're obviously it's we joined the gym because we were working out and working towards doing a um a tough mutter mm-hmm. race. Well, it's not really a race. It was, it's a, it's just a Tough Mudder. You yeah. guys know what a Tough Mudder is. Google it. So it's, uh, it, so we're there and here we are eight years later, nine years later. And so we're in, that's exactly the community that we're in is, is a conscious community with, with couples and conscious singles. And, and it's just, it's a beautiful testament to our creation and our evolution, our desire to evolve our relationship into yes. exactly what it is that we were playing for. Yes. And so, that's one of the things that he taught us was that you can't do it alone, that it's not meant to be, you know, just this iteration of you solve all of my problems or you take care of all of my wants and needs and desires that it, that it does take, you know, a team. So yeah, it, just, it takes a team. Otherwise you're, you're siloed. You think that you're special and you don't really realize that everybody, I'm going to say this generally and say, everybody's going through the same things you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you're not having anything special going on that is uh, unique, that has never happened to anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the details may be, may be a little different, but the essence is still always breaks down to a few different levels of essence. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you know, you get so caught up in being right that, uh, or making yourself right or making it mean something that, you know, you, you can't, you can't see the forest for the trees. And so having some, a team that can give you valuable, impactful, transparent feedback on where you're coming from and you too being open and surrender to it. And you more than likely will be, if you're going to, you know, hang out with some like-minded people, mm-hmm. then you will have breakthroughs in your relationship. It's the same thing with the financial planner. You go to, you know, you don't sit there. Most people do not try to get rich on their own. Yeah. They, they see, they, yeah. You seek the advice of a financial, a financial advisor or a financial group, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Coach. Yep. Absolutely. Or a coach. Right. And, yes. And so I think that was a big pivotal point for us mm-hmm. in the relationship, you know, seven years, nine years, wherever, I mean, really, so seven years, yeah, it was about nine years. I mean, we really started getting into coaching relationships. Um, like we did, we had a relationship coach, we had a wealth coach, right. we had um, a business coach. And then what was the, oh, we each, we each had trainers, we right. each had personal trainers. So yep. now we have health coaches. So, so, we went, so we went, we literally went from having no coaches yeah. to having a coach for Many areas in yeah, our life. almost every wheel of our life. Yeah. I mean, really, the only... We didn't have, like, parent coaches, but we read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we did read a lot, We that's true. read a lot, yeah. yeah. And we have very smart parents. Mm-hmm. We do. They so that's have, fascinating. So the, they were our coaches, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Neat. That's amazing how, uh, how our, our conversation started from 
let's ask each other a couple of questions based on reflecting on the marriage. And then here we are. I mean, we haven't even talked about this portion of the marriage yet. So we're <laughs> reflecting live for you right now. <laughs> yeah. How it was and what's kind of gotten us, you know, to this point. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a lot more to share around this. So mm -hmm. uh, look for, um, I don't know, look for the next, uh, another recording in the next week or two that are, uh, where, where we do play a little more question and answer mm -hmm. with some, uh, some juicy and intimate questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I think that's great. And it'd be really great. You know, I mean, I have a few uh, questions here that have been, uh, you know, essentially researched, right? I just, I mean, I, I looked around and found some, some, what I thought were provocative questions. And I would lo really love anybody listening to this right now to uh, hit us back with a couple of questions that you want answered. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we're, we're open to it. Yeah, absolutely. So we don't, uh, we don't have to say where the question came from, but you know, if there's something that you want to, uh, that you have a question about around our relationship or around, uh, real estate, um, or money. Or your, yeah. Money or your relationship. Yeah. How uh, would we handle something? Yeah. That, yeah. We, yeah, that would, that would be really great because we've definitely been through it. Yeah, I would love to hear a few questions. Well, and that's the purpose of the podcast too, is to leverage our, our knowledge and experience and all of the teachings and all the iterations of us so that we can then, you know, provide the love and share the love with, yeah. uh, with you guys. It's, you know, because juicy relationships can be had. That's that's the thing. That's the myth that you can't juicy. have a juicy relationship and a successful business. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that's not true. And it, <laughs> you and can it, have it all. And it can be juicy around all your relationships. Around mm -hmm. around yes, it can be juicy around sex, it can be juicy around money, it can be juicy around real estate and family and friends and everywhere. Mhm. Mm yep, absolutely. With God, I mean my goodness. Yes. Just have this beautiful relationship. Yeah, so it's it's for sure in all wheels. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Well, that was uh, not the direction I thought this was going to go, <laughs> and yeah, I, I I think that was uh, that was a super fun organic conversation. So thank you for hanging out and flowing mm -hmm. with me, baby. Yes, absolutely. That's so what we'll, I do, I flow. We'll plan on um, getting back in some of this question and answer in the next week or two as we get a few uh, mm -hmm. a few listener requests. Yep, and absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll circle back. Yes. So. Before you go, we do want to let you know that we have started a private Facebook group. Uh, it's called Sex, Money, and Real Estate Group. So you'll just be able to search Sex, Money, Real Estate. It'll pop up on Facebook. On Facebook, and so request to join. We do, you know, ask a couple of questions. Make sure that uh, we get the appropriate people in there. No haters. Well, yeah, no haters. It's all love because we share, you know, even more in there. Tools, experiences, real estate tips, how we cultivated. Um, you know, our relationship and the documents that we use and the accountability structures, like all of it, it's all in there. So um, it's free for now, won't be free for long. Mm. So just uh, get in there while the going is good. And, <laughs> uh, and hopefully we'll, we'll see you there. All right. Love goes out to y'all. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow the show. I'm Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And remember, it's, it's a, great a great life. Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple 
passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.